Hey, Seattle hockey fans, welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to recap the weekend series. I'm going to get you ready for tomorrow in Toronto. We're also going to talk about what Maddie Beneers and Michigan did over the weekend. And I have some pretty exciting news on my of my own. I mentioned it last week, but all that and more on this episode of Locked on Kraken. <laughs> You are Locked On Kraken, your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Eric Lindsay Ayala, your host of Locked On Kraken. As always, thank you for making Locked On Kraken your first listen of the day. For those watching on YouTube, you can see that I'm wearing my... Uh, Megan Reyes shirt, more Latina, black, indigenous, etc. women in sports media. That's a little bit of a hint for those who might have seen the news uh, about me, but we'll get into that because we got a lot of stuff to talk about with the Seattle Kraken. So I'm going to keep this show pretty tight because I got to hit the road. But the Seattle Kraken unfortunately dropped two games over the weekend. First, they lost to Washington 5-2. to two. Then they lost to the uh, the Canes. Now, although it was a loss to Carolina, I will say that uh, something that absolutely warmed my heart was former Hurricane Hayden Fleury, fan favorite in Carolina, made a point to meet up with some fans in the stands. He was a scratch from the game. But ultimately, the Seattle Kraken, they drop another game. Now they're 17-36-5. And, and it was really the tale of specialty teams. During the first game, you'll hear Dave Haxel in just a minute talking about how it was the power kill. That wasn't really great. In the second game against the Canes, it was the penalty kill that really bit them in the butt. And we'll hear Philip Grubauer talk about that. So let's get to the recaps of the weekend games before, in the next segment, we talk about tomorrow's game against Toronto. Well, they got, I mean, they, they won specialty teams, you know, uh, by one, right? And that's, uh, that, that obviously makes a difference in the hockey game. But, no, it's not, it's not all in the penalty killing. You know, we had uh, um, our, our, uh, our kill, the first kill, we had it going. You know, we had a good kill going. But you miss a clear. Uh, you miss a clear. And uh, especially towards the end of a kill when you start to, uh, to find some tired legs, that's when, you know, that's when things can go against you. And that's what happened. You know what? We we got to complete the the kill, so we're not going to overreact. Um, you know, we uh, we had a, you know we had a real good critical kill at the end of the third period. Um, you know, the hey, the first two kills, they got us. Like I said, on on the first one on a miss clear, the second one they're an attack power play. They they win a face off. That puck is coming to the net, and and they made an elite play to uh, to get the second one. Um, so, you know, no, there's no major adjustment that needs to be made. You know, it's, it's a competitive scenario. Uh, we don't like the way it's gone the last four or the last five. Um, we got to push, push that the other direction. We're yeah, really good effort, uh, you know, five on five. The, the fight level was, you know, the battle level was, uh, was good. Um, we weren't clean enough, you know, we weren't as clean as you'd like to be uh, with the puck. Uh, you're going to see some of that on back-to-back. -back. I thought we were a little bit sloppy at different periods of the game, mostly 
you know, as we entered the offensive, uh, the offensive zone, and that fed a little bit of transition that created some bad gaps. You, know, you saw some some bad gaps coming into uh, into our zone tonight. Um, they can do that. Uh, they, you know, they can push into those situations with the pace uh, of their transition. But we fed a little bit of that too much. But in terms of our our readiness uh, to go out uh, and and play, it was you know it was real good at the drop of the puck. This is the first night we've been outchanced in in several nights. So um, we got to stay with the formula. Um, you know, we got to stay with the formula, and uh, I'm not. You know, there's no overreaction there. Like I said, we, I mean, um, you know, last night we outchanced our opponent probably nearly, you know, two to one. So you know, we can't go and manufacture that puck going in the net. We got to keep generating the opportunities. We got to keep playing hard. Um, and, and our group has done that. So you know, we're going to take a day off uh, off the ice tomorrow. We've got to reset, and then we uh, we got a hell of a test in Toronto. Good. So a few times Dave Haxtell was asked over the weekend if this meant there were going to be any changes to specialty teams, um, particularly on the penalty kill. He said absolutely not. Once again, he dismissed the idea that his team was going to go downhill or pack it in, or any of these other things to indicate that any that the Seattle Kraken are doing anything but um, continuing to play at their capacity and giving it all they got. So I love that from Dave Haxtell. A few other things to note. We had Jared McCann return. We had Jaden Schwartz return. I try not to think about it too much. Um, legs felt you know pretty good for being out so long. Um, you know, near the end of the shifts, you could tell that. Um, you know, I didn't have this, the same jump after, you know, 30, 35 seconds, but I tried, tried keeping them short. Um, but overall, I thought the, the timing and everything was was pretty good. Um, like I said, I tried not to think about it. Uh, yeah, it was, it was frustrating. Yeah, we had a really, really good start. And, um, you know, they were opportunistic at times. And, um, you know, we had our looks. Um, we, had a, we had a lot of good chances and weren't able to capitalize. And... Um, but I, I thought I liked our, our five on five, you know, aggressiveness and, um, you know, playing in the ozone and, and um, you know, creating chances. Um, we just, like I said, special teams battle was big and, and we weren't able to, to get enough, um, you know, enough second chances. We also had Geo reach a thousand points. So congratulations to him. Uh yeah, it would have been, would have been nice for him. Um, He's been he's been great for us. He's he's been a trooper and a great captain for us. Good good role model for us. And um, you know he's a guy that that comes to the rink every day and enjoys it. And you know every game he's out there battling and doing all the little things it takes to win. And um, you know we're we're lucky to to have him this year. And and he's been awesome for us. Uh, in that first game against the Washington Capitals, it was a 5-2 loss. Jonas Donskoy and Colin Blackwell. Colin Blackwell scored once again. Um, at that time, he actually got the equalizing goal in the second period, but then it was all Washington after that. So definitely some things that the Seattle Kraken are going to want to clean up when it came to Sunday. Uh, the Seattle Kraken actually got on the board first. It was Wenny. Alex Wenberg gets his sixth of the season. That was a power play goal. Then they give one up um, in that first period. Um, then Kelly Yarncroke scores. He got his 12th goal of the game. That was at even strength. 
in the second period. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I said Wenberg was a first period goal. That was a second period. There was no score in the first period. Wenberg scored in the second. Yarncroke scored in the second. But then Washington, they get one, or excuse me, Carolina gets one in the at the end of the second period, 17-22 mark. And then also Martin Nikas gets a, a goal in the third and it's a 3-2 loss to Carolina. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, let's get ready for tomorrow's game against Toronto. I remember I told you they were going to be on the road for a little bit, so here we go. But right now, let me tell you about Athletic Greens. If you follow a Locked on Kraken on Instagram, you saw that I got my package for Athletic Greens. And um, our next partner is a product that I'm going to start using every day. I've been trying to, I feel like I've talked about this before, trying to get a morning routine. I do know that what you put into your body, the very first thing in the morning is extremely important. So I'm super glad that I have the opportunity to try Athletic Greens, work it into my morning routine. I get eight ounces of water, mix the powder together. And that's exactly what I did this morning. The taste, sometimes with mixes, I know I've used one in the past. The taste isn't exactly uh, the most favorable. And then you feel like you got to add other stuff just to make it taste good so that you finish the drink and get all the nutrients. That wasn't the case with my first go round with athletic greens. So what's in the stuff? The, in the one scoop, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Again, getting your gut activated first thing in the day is so important. And this special blend of ingredients supports, like I just said, your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, aging, and all of those things. And as someone who travels a lot for work, this is so critical and important. Um, so, um, one thing that I think is important is that this is a, a multivitamin. So AG1 is a small micro habit um, with big benefits. So you can take care of a lot of the things that you need, gut health, immune health, energy, in one single step. And for me, that's definitely one of the reasons I'm excited to keep on with Athletic Greens. So here's what we want to make things easy for you, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first order. That's exactly what I got in my pack. I'm going to hit the road again. I got some news. I'll tell you about that in a little bit. But so I'm going to be able to. Now I started the routine, and now because of these travel packs, I'll be able to continue the routine even though I started a new habit Um in the middle of a work trip. So make sure that if you, if this sounds good to you, you visit athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, everyone. Thanks as always for listening to Locked on Kraken and making us your first listen of the day. Once you've listened to Locked on Kraken, catch up with everything happening in the National Hockey League by listening to Locked on Now. That's when your local experts, we hop on in front of the camera and we give you a quick recap of all of the news post-game breaking news. We got the trade deadline coming up. Just monumental things for the franchise that we particularly cover. So check out Locked On Now. Okay, the Seattle Kraken, again, 17, 36, and 5 are taking 
taking on the 35, 16, and 4 Toronto Maple Leafs, who are 5, 4, and 1 in their last 10. We are 1, 8, and 1 in our last 10. The, the Maple Leafs, best power play in the league. They have a top 10 penalty kill. So specialty teams, again, something Dave Haxtell said, we know we have to work on. It's about, you know, going up against teams that are very aggressive on the power kill. Mm, I see people coming for Allison Lucan, who also didn't talk about this at the top, made her, her debut, her broadcast debut. Congratulations, Allison Lucan, guest of the show, former guest of the show, absolutely a friend of the show, mentor to me. So anyway, power kill is something that we're seeing even players embrace certainly the women's Canadian team when they have a strong aggressive uh penalty kill power kill is a thing folks we're making it happen just like fetch anyway <laughs> um the Toronto Maple Leafs 3.64 goals per game average to where the Seattle Kraken are at a 2.53 we give up just about as many goals as Toronto scores in a game. We give up 3.55 goals where the Toronto, I almost said the Toronto six, they had some interesting news. Angela James is a owner. Let's go part of the ownership group, but no, this is the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Toronto Maple Leafs give up 2.95 goals per game. That's about middle of the pack in the NHL and uh, about what we score anyway. So, We'll see what happens there. Um, we'll see who starts in net. Obviously, Drieger and Grubauer got the split. We do know they're on the road, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see a little bit of a back and forth. But, you know, we'll have to see how it shakes out. Um, I have not been able to tap into morning skate yet, so we'll find out. So that game is tomorrow, March 8th, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. You can find it on Route Sport Northwest. Now, I will be also tapped in to a game and will actually be on the call for a game. That's coming up next. And we're also going to talk about our boy, Maddie Baneers. Now, football season might be over, but basketball is full steam for both pro and college hoops. And from the latest totals, odds, player performance props, and even where to find where the where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, of course. Boxing, UFC odds are right down to Olympic coverage. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. And I talked about getting your morning routine down, but throughout the day, you also want to make sure you're packing your body full of protein because that's going to help you have energy, good energy. You don't want too many things that are going to weigh you down. And that's where Built Bar comes into play. And have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. I talk, I've been talking about the puffs for a while, folks, if you've been listening. And the great thing is even the puffs, all 100% covered in real chocolate, and they're a low-calorie, high-protein option that will help you replace your candy bar addiction. I know I have a candy bar addiction. These are way better than anything that you've tried. They're definitely more nutritious than your typical candy bar. And so as someone who travels on the road, having something like 
a built bar is really great. 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Yes, please. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, double chocolate, one of my favorites. These are just some of the flavors that you can see over at built.com. So head over to built.com and when you use promo code LOCKED15, you will get 15% off your order of built bars. So again, head to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order of built bars. Happy snacking. All right, folks, thanks as always for making us your first listen of the day and our first ever draft pick, Maddie Beneers. And the Michigan Wolverines sweep Michigan State in the Big Ten quarterfinals. Talked about that on Friday's show. It was a 4-1 win. The Michigan State Spartans actually struck early and first in the game. But then it was our boy, Maddie Beneers, on the power play. So they went tick for tack, power play goal for power play goal. And then it was all Michigan after that. The next game, again, it was a best-of-three series. We talked about that last week in case you missed it because uh, it was a big weekend for the Seattle Kraken. Uh, the uh, Michigan State team rolled in once again to Ann Arbor, Michigan. This time, wow, 8 nothing loss. Veneers didn't get on the board, but <laughs> he didn't even have to. Um, I'm going to be talking about New Jersey and the Hughes brothers, of course, are affiliated with Jersey. You've got one of the Hughes brothers who's here uh, with Maddie Beneers and was able to score. Uh, I mentioned Samuskevich. I was calling games where the Connecticut Whale were playing. Melissa Samuskevich, her brother Mackie. Uh, you've got uh, Kent Johnson that scored. I mean, it's just like so much. Luke Hughes assisted on that first goal, the opening goal for the Wolverines on Sunday's game, or excuse me, Saturday's game. Sunday's game was unnecessary, the best of three series. So who is next? Now, this is going to be a big one. This is in your Big Ten tournament. They are going to take on Notre Dame. Now, remember, the Wolverines had a really strong showing in the conference that is until the end of the season where actually Notre Dame was able to sweep Michigan. So is it going to be sweet, sweet revenge for Maddie Beneers in Michigan, or is Notre Dame going to play upset at least in conference tournament? Now, granted the conference, the big 10 conference champion will have a pretty straight road to the NCAA tournament, but Michigan, even should they, somehow not win Big Ten outright, we'll still probably have a good shot at the NCAA tournament. So we're going to talk about all of that. But we're going to keep this show tight because, like I told you, I got to hit the road. I got to get to the airport. And that's because the New Jersey Devils have announced their radio broadcast team as the New Jersey Devils host the Colorado Avalanche tomorrow, March 8th at Prudential Center, and it's none other than your girl, your host of Locked on Kraken. I will be the analyst working with Kelly Schultz. She and I have worked with the PHF, Premier Hockey Federation, or formerly known as the National Women's Hockey League, together for years. We're going to be on the call together. And what's really cool for me about this is that one of the first women in broadcast that I worked with with was none other than Sherry Ross. She was the first woman to do radio as a bro as a play-by-play -play and broke in with the New Jersey Devils. 
She also served as an analyst for the Metropolitan Riveters. That's where I got to work with her. I did rinkside for her and Phil Jubileo um, for one of the Isabel Cup finals, actually the one that the Riveters won. And she also worked with Matt Falkenberry. So for you PHF fans, I know you know some of those names. It's going to be an amazing night dedicated to gender equality, Tuesday, March 8th, Again, against the Colorado Avalanche. So I'll be having to keep up with the Kraken updates. But keep up with Locked on Devils because I know I'm going to catch up with my boy Trey Matthews. So we're going to have some fun stuff with you. But all right, folks, gender equality always, not just in the month of March. I will catch you tomorrow. And as we always say, hold fast, stay true, and let's go Kraken. Now that you listen to me, go ahead over to Locked on Fantasy Hockey. Steel, Roden, and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert in your fantasy league, and it's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So go listen to that. But again, hold fast, stay true, and let's root for the Kraken. I'll see you tomorrow.